Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good Wednesday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Boy, do we have a lot to talk about this morning. But a programming note tomorrow night, Thursday at 9 p.m., I will be filling in for the great Bill O'Reilly. And then, of course, I'll be back again at midnight. That's tomorrow on Thursday. I hope you'll join me at 9 p.m. in for Bill O'Reilly. And then again, our regular time together at midnight. Here we go again. And it's not a good thing. Here we go again. The establishment trying yet again to make sure Trump does not, emphasis on does not, return to the White House. Trump is notified he's a target of a U.S. criminal investigation into efforts to overthrow the 2020 election and January 6th. This as a very interesting story with John Solomon, just the news, showing online security footage, again, by just the news, revealing potential security failures January 6th, including officers losing control. You actually see this of a yellow bag of law enforcement-like equipment and leaving behind plastic handcuffs that are immediately used by rioters to put officers in danger. Some people, another topic this morning, some people, when you consider where we are society-wise, societal-wise, some people try to do the right thing to guide us back to normal behavior, to guide us back to law and order. But understand, should you do so, you could be doing this at your own peril. Police are looking for a group of women who pepper sprayed a 68-year-old woman at a subway station on the Upper West Side. What did this 68-year-old woman do? What did she do to be deserved to be pepper sprayed in the face? Well, she scolded the group of women about jumping the turnstile at the West 66th Street Lincoln Center station. She scolded them as is the right thing to do when 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 a, a senior citizen notices something that is is being done that is against the law. And so she said, you know, I don't know her exact words, but don't jump the turnstile. Don't do that. It's not the right thing to do. And what did they do? That's when, according to the NYPD, one of the women told her, quote, because I don't like using this term, folks. This is why I'm giving you a direct quote, because I feel that it is offensive. One of the women told her, quote, mind your own business, Karen. So you see how cute that is? A term that's being used in a derogatory way. And now you have these young some ignorant people, they think it's funny to use the term Karen and to refer to their elders that way. 68-year-old woman pepper sprayed in the face. She went home, reported the incident to police about four hours later. The accused Gilgo Beach killer Rex Hewerman reportedly got off. And you know we're going to hear these stories a mile a minute for the next couple of months, when allegedly talking about his victims. This is according to a former Long Island escort who barely escaped after being involved with him. 
She's 34 years old. Her name is Nicole Brass. And she said that when she, quote unquote, dated the suspected serial murderer eight years ago to make money to feed off her opioid addiction, that Hewerman made small talk about the then unsolved killings during a dinner and then tried to lure her back to a private uh, session, meeting, whatever you want to call it. And so, of course, we now know that police arrested Hewerman near his Manhattan office, and it was due to worries about the arsenal of weapons at his Long Island home. Hewerman had uh, up to, what, two to 300 guns in a vault in the basement of his uh, rundown Massapequa Park home. He shared with his second wife and two kids. And so, of course, authorities had to be very, very careful about dealing with him uh, as they made that arrest. Uh, uh, I'm going to tell you a, another story in a second that is really offensive. It involves reparations in New York City. But first, but first, the LAPD, the LAPD, Los Angeles Police Department, a union boss there who happens to be African-American is telling police officers to leave the city and go somewhere that understands your worth. And I say bravo. And this is after failed salary negotiations. More than 1,000 officers, sort of like the NYPD, have left since 2019. And the union leader, she's telling the police in Los Angeles to go work for a city that understands your worth. And I, I agree with her. She says, go somewhere that respects the work you do and you don't have to beg for a great contract. Go somewhere that has a city council or a city manager that openly acknowledges the great work you do. Go somewhere that doesn't have two or more city council members who hate you. No exaggeration. Two other stories on my mind, and we are then going to open up the uh, telephone lines in just a moment. I mentioned New York City, the New York City Department of Health. Oh, boy, here we go. Mayor Adams, please say it isn't so. The New York City Department of Health, the New York City Department of Health, is backing reparations to boost health for African-American New Yorkers. Mayor Adams' administration is promoting reparations to deal with the disparity of health care when it comes to whites and African-Americans. Right? And so... This this is all being spelled out in, as it relates to federal reparations in a report from the City Department of Health. And um it I I, I just I, I don't understand the world the world that's going on. And and on that note, and on that note in terms of the what's going on in the world and the world that we live in, and I want you to listen to this. In a moment, I'm going to play for you ABC 7 Chicago, right? Another drive-by shooting, right? Okay. But it's not just a regular person, if you will. The mother of a standout Ohio State football player. The mother is only 40 years old. Killed another victim of probably black-on-black crime, and she's killed in a drive-by shooting. The wide receiver, he was recruited as number three in the entire country at his position. Folks, that means that you are very, very good. And he's just a freshman. His name at, at Ohio State, his name is uh, Carnell Tate. And his mother was 40 years old Ashley Griggs, one of five people 
who was shot in the drive-by shortly after 2 a.m. in the West Garfield Park neighborhood. This happened Sunday morning. This young man is entering his freshman season at Ohio State. Now, this comes, no surprise, folks, no surprise, Chicago, a 30% uptick in murders compared to last year, according to the NBC affiliate in Chicago. I want you to listen to this, folks. This is ABC7 Chicago on the drive-by shooting of a star, the mother of a star football player at Ohio State. Overnight, Chicago police respond to five people shot on Washington in the West Garfield Park neighborhood. One of the victims was pronounced dead at Mount Sinai Hospital, 40-year-old Ashley Griggs. Her mother shared this photo, but the family is not commenting at this time. In the world of athletics, Griggs was known as the mother of Ohio State freshman wide receiver Carnell Tate. Today, Ohio State's associate athletic director issued a statement saying in part, our coach and coaches are aware of this terrible tragedy, incredibly saddened, and they, along with our players, will support Carnell in any way they can during this most difficult time. From the South Florida Express, a tweet about the two of them being part of the SFE family and promising to be there for Tate's family. A tweet from the All-American Bowl extending condolences and offering thoughts and prayers. As Chicago police investigate, her family now coping with this loss. Her mother tells ABC7 Ashley was a mother, a daughter, a sister, and a wonderful person. Another drive-by shooting in Chicago. Another face, another victim. Nobody says anything. Nobody does anything. This woman, 40 years old, African-American, is going to her grave. Her son made it out of the hood, if you will. He's a standout wide receiver for Ohio State going into his freshman year. Now, what type of year can he have on the football field? when his mother was just killed in a drive-by shooting. You hear nothing, Zippo, from civil rights leaders. The mother of a star football player gunned down like an animal. This is the world that we live in. Let's open up the phone lines. I'm going to break down the stories in just a moment. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's go right to the telephone calls this morning. Let's begin with Morty in New Jersey. Good morning, Morty. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Morning, Dom. How you doing? Good, good. Go right ahead, please. Good, good to hear. Um, So... Yeah, you got a really good lineup of stories. Um, first, I just want to comment on the first thing about the turnstile, uh, the, the fair hoppers. Um, my ex-girlfriend, uh, her name is Karen, and um, you know what? That was a really big thing uh, when we were, I obviously never, you know, said it uh, if we were ever in an argument or whatever, but, like, you know, whenever people would say something, it was always something that would get to her. And, you know, I can I can understand that. You know, your name is taken and used as a as a nationwide pejorative term. I think it's disgusting, and we all it know is. what what it is. It's, it's not a it's not an insult. It's supposed it's a it's a racially connotated word. To it mean, is. You know, is. a short haired white woman, and uh, you're being a you know a four letter a five letter word. Right. You know, we, you, you and I agree. It's almost the equivalent of referring to an African American male as boy. You know, it, it's just as offensive. And I don't understand why people do it. I get it. You you have these you have these young people where their parents haven't taught them a damn thing and they think it's funny, Morty. They really do. It's sad. It is, but hopefully the pendulum will swing a little bit, you know, a ways from where it's at now. That's what I think. I'm a glass half full person. Well, welcome to the club, Morty. I'm really glad to hear that because I'm a glass half full person as well. Never half empty, always half full. Thank you for the call. Morty in New Jersey this morning. Let's go to Mike. Mike on Staten Island. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? What's up, Dominic? Good morning, Mike. Dominic, listen, that poor woman that was gunned down, this is just a perfect example of these politicians, they just don't want to stop, stop the violence. They can stop it tomorrow, Dominic. 
They could. Harsher laws, harsher, put put people in jail where they belong. They don't belong next to me and you. They don't belong next to that football's mom. They just happen to be upon her, and she lost her damn life. Doesn't somebody, does does nobody see this? Is it just me? No, it's not just you, Mike. It's you, me, and, and, and I think it's a majority of Americans. But in order to put this in check, to be honest with you, to be completely blunt and honest with you, it requires telling the minority community the truth. It requires telling uh, people of color, not all, some. Stop it. Stop it. And if you continue to go down this path, you will be locked up. That's what it requires. But no one is going to say it because no one wants to be called a racist. No one wants to call out the truth. And every politician needs the black vote. That's the bottom line. Something right now. I'm a white guy and I don't care. But I tell you one thing. The people, these white politicians, Schumer, Nadler, all these maniacs, they don't do nothing for the black people, but come out there and get their vote. We should not have crime. Like, I live in a city where I'm I'm safe at night. I go to bed at night. I'm, my beautiful kids are sleeping. But you imagine these poor people in these communities and they vote for these same radical Democrats, Schumer, Nadler. How are these people in office for 40 years and you're killing my people? Well, I'm Mike, thank you for the telephone call. I couldn't agree with you uh, more. Uh, to be blunt and honest, you know, I'm, I'm in a safe community as well, right? I, I don't have to deal with that nonsense. In my community, you don't have young men standing on the corner or young ladies with these loud earrings in their ear, popping their gum in their mouth, being disrespectful to adults. It wouldn't be tolerated in my community, just like it wouldn't be tolerated in your community. That's the bottom line. But yet, as we speak, in certain communities all across America, the dysfunction continues literally minute by minute as we speak. Andrew, New Jersey. Good morning, Andrew. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, just to touch on that, I had a unique experience growing up because I grew up in a black community in South Orange, New Jersey. But I lived right one block away from Newark and East Orange. So I lived, I saw both sides, but I never, as a kid, hey, Andrew, I did it, it's, it's very hard to hear you. And you've made this point repeatedly. It said on my screen that you wanted to talk about Trump. I want to say that um, he said, go peacefully and patriotically. And they edited that out, Liz Cheney, when they had the hearings. And they even went to a different camera angle, so it wasn't a jump cut. But you understand a jump cut, it would show that it was edited. Right. Hey, Andrew, so I, like, I got I got to cut you off. There's something wrong with your phone. I, I don't know what it is, but I, I can I can bet. I don't know. It it, it has a uh, a bad. Uh, it, it's just very, very, very hard to uh, to uh, hear you. Let's go to Frank in Maine this morning. Good morning, Frank. What's on your mind? Dominic, always a pleasure. You know, Dominic. Another murder, another person gone, another another drive-by shooting, another another great, great, great a person that would that would have had a great son do great things, uh, no longer on this earth. And you have the vice president talking about climate change in a, in another dangerous place, Baltimore. This is the hypocrisy of our government. Go, get you know. Avoid the avoid the real problem and go to the problem that that will never be solved or cannot be solved or wish cannot be solved. By the way, Dominic, really quick, uh, I am I met Elise Finch one time and she was the sweetest person I've ever met. Dominic, have a great night. Thank you, thank you very much uh, for the call, Frank and Maine this morning. And so again, uh, recapping to we're gonna go right back to your telephone calls to our top story this morning. Special counsel Jack Smith has informed former President Donald Trump via letter that he is a target in his investigation into efforts to overturn the 2020 election. I mean, how many times can you throw a dagger at somebody hoping that it that it connects and that it uh, sticks? Trump, of course, confirmed the development and a post on his truth 
Truth Social Platform. I apologize there, folks. It's Truth Social Platform. And the letter is just an indication that yet another emphasis on another indictment of the former president could be imminent. We've been down this road before. Same exact thing. Letter to Trump. Days later, indictment, the show of the the cameras following his every move to the courthouse. How many times are we going to go through this? Especially considering that this man may may be returning to the White House. How many times? And, And the establishment knows that should he win the election, all these cases go away until he's removed from office. So one has to wonder, and, you know, maybe Trump is right why they're moving so aggressively, so fast to try and take him out politically. As of this morning, it is still not immediately clear what kind of charges Trump could ultimately face. And this all comes, right? I suggest that you folks go check out Just the News, John Solomon, security footage from January 6th right obtained by by just the news shows new potential security failures right including losing control that is officers of a yellow bag of law enforcement like equipment and ultimately the officers are seen on camera picking up the bag but they leave behind plastic handcuffs that are immediately used by rioters to put officers in danger. This is a closed-circuit video. It has no sound, but it shows Capitol Police officers leaving the bag of gear unattended at various times and even allowing a flag-waving protester to eventually walk off with the entire bag and uh, another hard shell case of other equipment. And you see all of this on video. It's all seen on video. It makes you wonder what was going on. Now, the Republican candidates, I want you to listen to this from Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. The Republican candidates and leaders, Speaker McCarthy and others, they are aligning themselves with Trump as they should, as they should. And DeSantis said Tuesday he hopes that Mr. Trump is not charged in the special counsel's investigation. Listen to what Governor Ron DeSantis had to say. I think it was shown how he was in the White House and didn't do anything while, while things were going on. Uh, he should have come out more forcefully, of, of course that. But to try to criminalize that, that's a, diff- that's a different issue entirely. And I think that we, we want to be in a situation where, you know, you don't have one side just constantly trying to put the other side in jail. And, and that, unfortunately, is, is uh, what we're seeing now. So there's, um, again, I have, I just, someone had whispered this to me, so I'm sure I'll have a chance to, to look at this uh, in the future, uh, depending on, on the development. And DeSantis, his campaign is going nowhere. As I told you, folks, th- that's exactly what would happen. But at least he's calling a spade a spade. At least he's telling the truth. It does look like you have one side, the side in power, Democrats, trying to make sure that Trump never, ever, 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 ever gets close to the White House again. And it's not up to them. It's the will of the people. It's the will of the people. Andrew, Long Island, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. It's a pleasure to talk to you. I just have one Thank quick you. question. How much money do they spend trying to indict Donald Trump? been going on you're, since you already know the answer andrew millions but it doesn't matter because it's your money it's my money it's not their money you already know millions of dollars i know we have to vote these people out all right, Tommy, right. You have a good but, night thank thank you thank you but you know what it's it, sometimes it's easier said than done easier said than done and it's costing millions millions and by the way all this money spent on trump 
all this money spent on migrants and they're cutting back on you and I in terms of services. Larry, Brooklyn, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, I want to talk about the pepper spray incident at the train station. Um, I'm assuming that the uh, the, the, the girls that, that uh, jumped the turnstiles were, were black and the victim was white. Is that a correct assumption? Uh, um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, wait, Larry, 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 I, I don't like making assumptions like that. I really don't. Yeah. And, and to me, it's very telling that you're making that type of assumption. But uh, what I can tell you is that from the video that's been released by the NYPD, uh, one young lady uh, appears to be Latino, Latino. And I don't know the race of the victim, but, uh, considering that they use the, the, uh, the racial term, uh, Karen, I would assume that she happens to be a white woman. Go ahead, please. Okay, yeah. Well, you see, the, the reason I assumed it, and I, I don't think it's fair to say it's telling. What's telling is that the incident, uh, the nature of the incident is telling that it was a racial incident. Because these things are happening all over. You know, on the buses in Queens, we have incidents with girls pulling the hair of a, of a Caucasian woman. What I'm trying to bring out is this. The, the politicians and the society is, is inculcating youngsters with hatred, with hatred. And they're like, it, it wasn't the fact that she said something. It's that she said something and was white. I mean, you know, uh, youngsters are used to getting admonished by all the people. They have parents. They have, you know, they, they, have, they have teachers. They're used to it. But the fact you, that you're right about that, you're, you're correct about yeah. that, Larry. Go ahead. Okay, so the fact that they were being admonished by a woman who happened to be a different race of them, all of a sudden, it pulled, it pushed a trigger. Now, we can't live in a society like this where children are taught hatred. That's exactly what's going on. And I'll tell you how it's happening. Because every time there's, a, there's an incident that, like, a Reverend Sharpton makes a racial incident, even that... Where did that Karen term originate? Remember that girl Karen that Rodney Harrison ran out to California to arrest? That was a simple mistake turned into a racial incident. I mean, the point of the matter. No, that, no, 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 we, no, 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 no. We disagree. That was not a simple mistake. That young man was targeted as an African-American young man. But go ahead, Larry. Okay, listen, you could say he was targeted. Uh, it probably, you're right, that, that she assumed because he's black, he may have stolen the phone. But the problem is it didn't have to be escalated by all the people could have kept it low for the sake of society. So you don't fan the flames. Okay, so Larry, wants- wait, 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 Larry, let me ask you a question. Because yeah. I, I do have to be honest with you. If yeah. it were my son, and I've had a situation like that, right? If it were my son... I would have did exactly what the father did. If it were your son, what would you do? If the black child was my son? Yes. Okay. I, I would have been angry. I would have been angry, but I would have, I would have had a higher understanding of, look, Dominic, I wouldn't expect you to have reacted to this because you're a very reasonable guy. Now you're telling me you would have, uh, you would have hit the wall because a white person made a mistake? No, 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 no. What, what, I'm, what I'm saying to you is that the father didn't hit the wall. The father instructed, man, asked for the manager and called the NYPD. I would have did a similar thing. I'm talking about the follow up to it. The fact that she had to be pursued and she had, you know, you know, that. Okay, wait, 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 Larry, wait, 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 Larry, 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 wait a minute now. I'm, I'm late for a break, but come on now. Let, let's not let's not just act like this woman was innocent. Why did she have to be pursued? Please answer that. She she didn't have she's not a criminal. This was no, wait, a, wait, 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 wait. She did have past involvements with law enforcement. Why did she nah. have to be pursued? Wait, Larry, can you answer my question, please? She had attitude issues. No, 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 no. Problem. Why did she have to be pursued? She did. She she she, she should not. She have had to be pursued because she fled. I believe she fled to California. She well, lives she, in California. She okay, but there. she still fled. She still she, she went had home. to be pursued. She went home. She was finished okay. with her vacation and she went home. What the hell are you talking mm, about? Mm, Larry, no, 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 no. See, Larry, what I'm saying is, listen, I, I, I'm not for making the situation racial just for the point of making it racial. But but we have to tell the truth. The, and the lady was a little off. You're not dealing with that aspect. 
the court has even directed her to get some psychological help. Yeah, but you I'm didn't mention any of the that. slaves. They fanned the so flames. The, the, so so everybody her. was wrong. The African-American father was wrong. The African-American child was wrong. But it's the funny. woman that accused the child wrongly of taking her cell phone and snatching it out of his hand, she has no responsibility. I want to make sure I got Dominic, you right. I'm looking at the macrocosm, okay, the fallout it has on, on kids. It's making people hate the opposite race don't you understand these incidents are adding up and they're right. creating but, but, hatred but, but, in the city. but that's, that's why but that's why larry but that's why i asked you if it's easy to have an opinion when you have no personal involvement that's why i asked you if that were your child how would you handle it okay we we have to larry larry wait wait larry 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 no larry no i'm sorry I'm um, I'm four minutes over a break. If you want to hold on, I will continue. But I with you. But I've got to take a break. When we come back, more of your telephone calls from Jericho to Brooklyn and elsewhere. Eight hundred eight four eight WABC. Eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. I will be right back with Larry in Brooklyn. Talk Radio seventy seven. Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. I'm going right back to the phone calls. I'm going to go right back to Larry in Brooklyn. Larry, I've got to wrap this up, but I mentioned because we have other calls. I mentioned I would go back to you. The only thing I'm trying to say to you, Larry, is that it's very easy to say, well, this is what you should do for the good of society and manhood. But when you have a personal involvement, when it's your child, it's a different story. Go right ahead, Larry. Okay. This child, this man's child, this man's 14-year-old son, whatever alleged emotional scars that he suffered from that, no physical problem, but any emotional scars is not going to be healed by, by punishing this woman, okay? That's not going to heal his emotional scars, okay? You have to rise above these incidents and transcend them, and you can't, you can't foster hatred. You, that's the worst thing to possibly do. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. When when you say, Larry, I'm you know I'm I'm sitting here patient patiently listening to you. When you say foster hatred, right? What what yeah. do you mean by that exactly? Okay, by these black uh, people getting revenge on this 22 year old girl that I, that is beset with all kinds of personal problems. Okay. Okay. That's wait. 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 When you wait. Wait. Larry. I, I'm trying. Larry, calm. I'm trying to follow you. Are you talking about the woman that was maced? Now I'm not following your point. No. We're we're, we're, we're focusing on this this carrot incident as okay. an example. What you of, mean? Of, of, the, of, okay. You no. You focused on it. I didn't bring it up at all. You did. But but okay. Oh, right, so so right. now okay. Wait, Larry. So you're still on that, right? So you you said what did say that again? Because I thought you had switched to the other incident. No, I'm saying that we don't when we don't resolve something amicably when we do it with vengeance. Okay, and who that, says it's with vengeance? If someone to, offends, to, Larry, Larry, do you have children? Listen, do you answer my question, Larry? Do you have children? No, I don't. That answers it all. That, I'm done now, Larry. Okay. Thank you. That says it all. Thank you for the call. The fact that you don't have children, how can you comment, Larry, and you're not a parent? You don't know what it's like when your child is offended. So, like, for example, my son has never had any involvement with law enforcement or anything like that. So the one time a police officer in Rockland County, my son is a pretty husky kid who happens to have epilepsy, and he had to go to the bathroom. And and he was running in a little outlet mall. Officer sees him, tells him to get on the floor, spread eagle. Now, I didn't blow it out of proportion, but I was livid once I found out. And once the police found out who his father was, then every officer 
was Mr. Carter. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. No matter what precinct station house I went to locally, it was Mr. Carter. It wasn't me. I had nothing to do with this. And so, Larry, you're commenting, and it's my fault because I should have asked you up front, are you a parent? If you're not a parent, how can you know what it's like when your child, like, for example, that kid uh, that you talked about with that incident, that kid had no prior involvement with law enforcement or anything like that. And the lady accuses him of stealing her phone. And the lady clearly had some issues. But Larry brought that up. I don't even want to talk about that. What I want to focus on is a 68-year-old woman being called Karen and maced in the face. That is wrong. That is wrong, and somebody should go to jail for that. Let's go to Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Um, good morning, Dominic. Thank you for taking my call. I'll make it quick, maybe, but my, I feel horrible, and I wish whatever comes to anyone, I don't care if they're green, purple, or white, or black, that attacked a 63-year-old woman, she's not a, a Karen, okay? We, um, that's not the definition of a Karen. I don't We're know. 68 what years old. They did that for, but I hope they find them, and that could have been me. That could be anybody, anyone these days, and it's very disrespectful. And I, I, ooh, I wish them everything that bad people should get. But I have to tell you this, Larry, uh, listen, you are proof that evolution can go in reverse. I'm sorry you feel that way, and I'm glad you don't have any children. But um, you did good, Dominic, and I'm not going to ask you how it's your weekend because it's only Tuesday. <laughs> well, Audrey, uh, thank you for the call. I, I just, I just, hey, Audrey, before I let you go, I, I do want to ask you this question. Explain to me now. I, I spoke to Larry. Now I'm going to speak to you on the total opposite uh, spectrum, if you will. Where did where did this come from with these little kids, uh, young adults? think they can say anything they want to people they they were jumping the turnstile and the lady said don't do that which is what she's supposed to do yeah, and you're going to call her karen and mace her in the face because i oh i'm glad i don't know any youth like that but they're out here because there's no training Every, nowhere, no families, white, brown, green, or purple, because you didn't live in, I mean, there were things that happened when we were growing up. I'm older than you, but never would anyone even slap or touch an elder person, period. So where they came from, I say hell or Mars or whatever, but they, ooh, got to pray. That's all. It's too okay. hot. So what? I don't know. I, I can't say that because I don't know any youth like that, but, um, uh, oh, t tonight, first time in my life. I'm walking, going, coming from the store, and this, I say, gentleman walked up to me and said, hello. I didn't know him. And the way he said it and the, the look in his eye, I said hello. And it was like walking towards me, you better have said something. And I was like, wow. So it's happening everywhere. That's the experience. And, and then when I heard about the elder woman, you know, that actually was attacked, ooh, ooh. Hmm. Well, Audrey, me, uh, you know, th th thank well, you for the call. Thank, thank, thank you for the call. Let's go to Bobby in Jersey City. Good morning, Bobby. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dom. Thanks for taking the call. Dom, just it's very, very simple. We've been over this a million times. I think that there's no respect for, for anyone, especially elderly people. These young kids, they're not raised properly. I don't care if you, like she said, white, green, brown. Dom, it's just this, the, the parental guidance is non-existent in so many homes. And you, and you can't tell any these kids anything. And, and it goes to, to schools, it goes from the schools, you know, lack of leadership, the, the kids are just running wild. Dom, I've got a real quick story. My mother was a telephone operator. This kid was at my house all the time, lived, grew up in Jersey City, um, and he called the, the operator and he was vulgar to, to the operator. And guess who the operator was? My mom. And he, she said, Joseph so-and-so, hang that phone up, I'm telling your mother. Well, to this day, we're 58 years old, Dom, and he's still mortified when I bring that story up. I just thought I'd tell you that. Mm -hmm. Thank mm -hmm. you, Dom. So, he, so, so you're telling me he learned the lesson the hard way. Oh, he, and he was prominent, came from a prominent family, political family, and uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was unbelievable. Yep. <laughs>
Well, you, you know, sometimes we do have to learn lessons the hard way. Bobby, Bobby, thank you for the call in Jersey City this morning. Folks, we are going to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter and more of your telephone calls from Harlem to Jericho to Brooklyn, we will be right back. WABC. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Talk Radio 77 WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Well, folks, when it comes to the uh, MTA, get ready to reach into your pocket a bit more. You'll need a few more nickels to ride the uh, subways and buses of New York City. Under a fair hike, the MTA is expected to approve today the new base fare of $2.90 is expected to take effect August 20th. And of course, that will be 15 cents higher than the current 275. Now, under the fair hike plan, seven day Metro cards will go up by a dollar to $34 and monthly passes will increase by $5 to $132. Express bus tickets will go up by 25 uh, cents uh, or about 4% uh, to $7. Seven day pass uh, for express buses will climb $2 to about $64. That's about 3%. And tolls at the MTA's bridges and tunnels are also expected to rise as are fares on the Long Island uh, Railroad and the Metro North Railroad. Now, I hope that I don't regret this, but I'm going to go to Peter's call in Harlem. Now, Peter, it says here on my screen that the woman Larry spoke about was Hispanic. So I guess you didn't hear me identify that she was Latino. Well, I don't know if she was Latino, but she, she speaks Spanish. My question to you, Chicago has always had crime problems in the it was the Italians, the Irish, or whatever. And blacks have a way of imitating the negativity of the outside cultures and going one step further. Now, if it wasn't for... How come you don't emphasize the drug problem that, has, that, is, that is so consistent in the black community? And who puts it there? I can tell you, the Hispanics, the Italians, the Chinese. And yet, you politicians and intellectuals and bright people don't stand up and say, hey... Why are this, why is this able to go on for so long? I grew up what? in Harlem, and what okay. happens is back in the day you could choose to be a bum, you could be an intellectual, you could be a philosopher. Today the only thing you can be is a rapper. Thank you. Uh, I'll listen to your comments. Okay, thank thank you for the uh, call, Peter. Um, one, I, I go I go by what's. Thank you for the call again. I go by what's happening currently, and currently. In Chicago, uh, Peter, uh, with all due respect, some of our people uh, act some, 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 emphasis on some African-Americans are acting like they have no mind. They're just running around, killing each other, killing a 40-year-old mother of an Ohio State uh, Ohio State uh, football pro or wide receiver. He's a freshman. Now his 40-year-old mother is dead in a drive-by. You mentioned drugs, right? And you mentioned who puts them there. That's, that's a valid point. But I, I choose to focus on self-responsibility, self. And I don't care who's putting them there. You don't have to use them. You don't have to use the drugs. And, and 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 this is the issue that that is um, that is very uh, serious in my in my own family, Peter, because my wife, who grew up in in Harlem, uh, she lost uh, she had she had ten brothers, and she lost eight of them to drugs. So I get it, I understand. I remember when we first started dating, and we came down to Harlem, and 
I had a brand new brother's typewriter and one of her brothers stole a typewriter and sold it to purchase drugs. And the family, her family was embarrassed because they had to buy me a new typewriter. I did it. I did it. But I'm focusing on because the drugs are there. That don't mean that you have to use them. You don't have to use them. But I get your point. I get your point. Let's go to Ilona, Westchester County, and then we're going to go to Kathy and Franklin Lakes. Good morning, Ilona. What's on your mind? I'm laughing at this guy, Peter. So he thinks that only black people are using drugs. Where did he get that one from? You know? I, I hear you. I, I think I think he's trying to shirk the responsibility that and, and and he was very respectful in his tone, but I think he's trying to get away from the responsibility that the community may have. Let me tell you something. Drugs don't they don't pick this person, that person. Okay. Agreed. Drugs are out there, they're killing everybody, and if we don't get a Republican president to stop the drug war by stopping people from coming into the border, stopping the killing, this forty year old woman should never have died, and they don't care. Nobody cares that's around right now that seems to be, like, on the Democratic side. They don't care. As long as they got elected and they can just sit around and take the money and let people die, I find myself sick to my stomach. You know that? Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. But then I'll I'll do you one better. I'll do you one even better, Ilona. When I call it out, when I call it out, the black community says, Dominic, shh. Don't, don't don't do that. Don't talk about our problems. But the problems are there for the entire world to see. But but the community goes, shh, shh, Dominic, Dominic, don't don't do that. Don't if you don't talk about it, then they won't see it. Thank you for the telephone call. I mentioned Kathy in Franklin Lakes, New Jersey. Good morning, Kathy. What's on your mind? Yes. Hi, Dominic. Um, we were talking before about, you know, the way the kids are acting in school and on the streets in every group, maybe there was crime in more in one area more than another, but the lack of respect across the board is staggering. I think at a very young age, it has to be a key part of the curriculum, not time out, not what calling your mother, not you're out of school for three weeks. But from the very beginning in kindergarten, a positive introduction to how to get along, what's not going to be tolerated in this school. Do you know what I'm saying? But what is tolerated? A very positive psychology approach. And, you know, you don't hear about that. You hear about all these other issues and they have right. to teach right. discipline. It, you know what I'm it, saying? In kindness. I, I mean, like, I agree, like regularly. I agree with you, Kathy. <laughs> I, I agree with you. Instead, and we hear CRT. What we hear is Black Lives Matter. And that's not doing anything to help any of these kids. It it really isn't. It it really isn't. Kathy, I, I thank you for the call on it. You know what, Kathy? I, I could hear the concern in your voice. I could hear it. And if more of us were like that, perhaps society-wise, we would not be in the situation that we are where a group of low-life young adults feel that they have the right to mace a 68-year-old woman in the face because she simply told them, do not jump the turnstile. David, Staten Island, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, there are two things that happened over the past several years or so. One is the kids can sue the parents if they get hit. And second one is one person on Staten Island said to his kid, if you try to sue me, I'll give you something to think about. That's killing discipline in the family as it is. Uh, agreed. Dividing uh, and uh, the society. Agreed. 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 We, I, I, I don't have the answer, but, but, but I do, I know what the problem is. And, you know, we, we thank you for the call, David. We don't want to take any uh, responsibility. When I say we, I'm talking about society. I'm talking about some parents of many different races do not want to take responsibility for our kids. And if we're going to be completely honest with each other, 
then we know that some adults will have children with no idea about being a parent. Some will do it just for a welfare check. Some will do it, will have children simply because they weren't loved growing up. And now we have dysfunction, repeating dysfunction, repeating dysfunction, and then they go to hop the train, and a 68-year-old woman says, don't do that. I don't know what her exact language was. And she gets maced in the face. Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning, Norman. What's on your mind? Good good morning, Dominic. Yes, when uh, I told you about last week, uh, in my neighborhood, nobody pays a fare. I mean, uh, the bus drivers tell me like 60, 70% of the people that get on, they don't pay. So uh, and now they're going to raise it. And now they're going to raise it. And uh, it just, it, you know, I mean, it, it, you know, I, I don't say anything to these people. I don't want to get maced. I don't want to deal. You know, I mean, I paid a fare. It, it bothers me that they, they're expecting working class, uh, you know, functioning people in the city to pay for, uh, you know, hoods and criminals. And it you know, bugs the hell out of me. Well, I couldn't have said it better. Um all you have to do is go to any bus stop, and I watch an amazement sometimes. Go to any bus stop, and you'll see people. Nobody wants to generally enter the bus in the front anymore because that's where the bus driver is. They go to the two back doors and literally just walk on. And the MTA oh, yeah. has said that they're going to have uh, undercover officers. I, have, I, I will ride the buses occasionally, not mm-hmm. often, but from time to time just to get the experience. And I've never seen an undercover officer say to someone, let me see your receipt to prove that. You oh, no, can... they don't care. The, it, hey, Dominic, like... I just want to. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Go ahead. I just want to recommend you uh, the Whopper. It's much better than the Big Mac. Ah, the, the Whopper as opposed to the uh, the Big Mac. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I I like that I like that too. But Norman, you know, and I know we we sang the uh, Big Mac song before together. Yes. But but I'm not supposed to have any of that stuff, my friend. As a diabetic, well, I won't tell um, anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the call, Norman. Again, the emphasis from my doctors, right? So. I have to put that device on my arm where I can hold uh, my cell phone to my arm and find my instant sugar count. And sometimes it's just like, eh, I don't want to be bothered with that. You know, to the constant reminder, and I'm not supposed to eat most fruits. I can have an apple a day, and, you know, and I'm not supposed to eat watermelon, and I like watermelon, and I have watermelon in the refrigerator, and I'm waiting for my wife to eat it, but she's not eating it, and it's calling me. It's saying, Dominic, come eat this. I'm joined by Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, Frank. What do you have coming Hello, up? Hello, Dominic. Going to be joined in one moment by uh, Republican presidential candidate Larry Elder. We're going to get into the state of the race. And then a little bit later, I'm going to break down Chuck Schumer's UFO legislation with Jeremy Corbell, an action-packed show for the next four hours. I look forward to it. I will be listening. Frank Morano, The Other Side of Midnight, is coming up right now, folks. Remember, I'll be back tomorrow, Thursday at 9 p.m. in for Bill O'Reilly, and then back again at my regular time slot at midnight. News headlines coming up, and then Frank Morano and The Other Side of Midnight.